In America, we're known for our Protestant work ethic, but that can lead to a lot of extra burnout and other problems as well. So how do we prevent that? Hello and welcome to the Conversation of Our Generation. My name is Nick Jamel, the creator and the host of the podcast here. And today I have a great interview with Nicole from the Infinity Twins podcast to discuss what it's, how, how we can be a little bit more mindful about the work that we're doing and making sure that we aren't burning ourselves out, that we are able to be more productive, able to just be live happier lives where, with, where we balance our work with the rest of our life. Because I think I've been there and I know other people who listen to this podcast probably have as well, where you're so focused on the work that you're trying to do every day, especially before I was married or even dating my now wife. I was very heads down working through school, working sometimes 60, 70 hours a week. And I talk about the story where I got literally just sick one day and it was just one day and it was pretty much exhaustion and it happened to me a couple of times really because I was just working so hard and the week of finals when I'm working 60 hours a week during finals week at college and you get that break you know I finally had a day off for the first time since you know school started that semester you know it really does wear you out it wears you down and so that's what we're going to be talking about today uh Nicole and I is how to prevent that, how to find a little bit of balance and work your routine into that and just making sure that you're able to really live a happy and restful life as well as productive because we're so focused on the goal and the rat race, I think, today that it's good to take a step back and say, what's really important and how do I focus on that most of all? So that's what we're going to be talking about. And I also just want to say, Check out what she's got going on. There's links in the show notes. And then also find out what I got going on with my courses. If you go to conversationforgeneration.com slash courses, you can sign up or at least register interest in any of those there. Or you can go to, I started uh, putting all the book reviews that I've done in one spot. So if you go to conversationforgeneration.com slash library, you can just kind of hit command F and say like, oh, I want to look for a philosophy book or literature Hit that, and it'll take you down to those sections on there. And subscribe on here, or wherever you're listening to the podcast, on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter, at ConnorVarGen, to get involved in the conversation of our generation. And with that, I want to hop to the quote of the week real fast, because, and it'll be quick. <laughs> because it's from Robert De Niro. He says in here, you'll have time to rest when you're dead. And I use that quote all the time you know but and I obviously there's probably he's not the first one to say this probably but I do think that that is the mentality that we so often have in our world and that's what I'm pushing back against here is that you should take a little bit of time to rest and really rest and find good rest in your life because it's healthy and it's right and it's going to be how you enjoy time with the people that you love and cherish and that's what's important most of all. That's what you're really working for. So that's what we're going to talk about. And with that, let's hop on over to the interview. And today I have Nicole on from the Infinity Twins podcast to talk a little bit about, uh, well, a range of topics, but thanks, Nicole, for jumping on today. Thank you. It's a pleasure for you having me. <laughs> Great. 
I'm definitely excited to talk to you. And um, what I guess I'd like to kick off with is just hearing a little bit about Infinity Twins and what you're doing over there. So Infinity Twins was created by me and my co-host, Vontae. And um, it was actually just a spur of the moment kind of thing. Um, usually we have conversations about just different philosophical things, um, topics, and sometimes some spiritual topics as well. And it just really just happened uh, in a conversation like, hey, why don't we just create our own podcast? And, um, you know, uh, I think we started it in, when do we start it? I think around November of 2020. So it was a few months ago and, you know, here we are. <laughs> nice. Got a little stir crazy during uh, COVID and everything and decided to make a podcast. Then, mm -hmm. huh? <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Uh, I found that in the last like year, I'm like, oh, I'm going to restart the YouTube channel. I'm going to do this and that and because I don't have much else to do. So uh, I get that. Well, what are some of the things that you talk about on your podcast? I mean, you mentioned kind of philosophy, but I have a couple of notes here on some of the topics to cover today, but just broad-based for people who are interested and intrigued. What are some of the types of conversations you've had or topics you've covered? Um, I know so far we've covered um, relationships. We've covered like self-love. Um, we've covered... Um, just a range of diff different, like random topics. Um, more of, we, we don't really have like a structure per se for our podcast. It's just more of like, okay, what do we feel like talking about like in this moment? And it's just mostly the reason why we created this podcast um, for really anybody to listen to is that if they needed like some sort of like, um, like pick me up if they could like resonate with like some of the things that we say um that's the main reason why we've created this podcast um it wasn't really like any true um intention <laughs> per se um uh, it, it was just like i said the spur of the moment we had nothing better else to do and if you just listen to it it, it sounds like any old conversation that i'm pretty sure you would have with a friend or a buddy or whomever so nice. yeah <laughs> well i like that i think it's good because i know for me when i'm having conversations with friends or uh, whatever mm -hmm. it is it's you sort of do kind of run off on tangents and a lot of times you'll have similar conversations with the different friends and i think we all kind of have mm -hmm. it's, it's good to hear sort of people working out those problems so that's awesome well yeah i think to dive into the topics a little bit it'd be good uh, one of the things here that you mentioned that you wanted to talk about was uh, mental stability. And so just if you want to speak to kind of the overview of what that means for you and uh, why you find it important. Well, for me, mental stability um, means that it, it plays into like wellness and like self-care. So for me, mental stability is just avoiding um like fatigue um burnout um and this is something that i've always like struggled with uh for as long as i like can remember i i don't know how to sometimes i guess stop myself from getting burnt out 
uh, I find that I put like my energy like too much into a topic or too much into something new that I wanted to learn and I just don't know when to stop. So basically mental stability for me is just almost the same thing as like mental endurance. Mm -hmm. Like you have to know your limit. You have to set um, these certain habits for you to maintain kind of like this healthy um, way of like just either learning something new or like doing uh, doing an activity without like, you know, getting fatigued mm -hmm. or just like burning out or just getting like irritated and all that. So, yeah, no, I totally get that. I know for me, uh, I remember when I was working full time going through college and during holiday season, it was crazy. I mean, from Thanksgiving till, you know, I mean, really from August of when school started till Christmas break, I may not have a day off because I'm, I was working full time five days a week plus mm -hmm. sometimes coming in after school and I crammed all my classes into my two days off and I was mm -hmm. there on campus from 9 a.m. till 9 p.m. because I had to get my classes in and my wife now but girlfriend at the time went we went to we went skiing with my brothers and my mom and it was like the one day off I'd had in months and I was just sick like my body was just like you need to not go do something today and I was like just I, I definitely overworked myself over that course of time. I mean, I was, uh, it was great productivity and a lot of good things happened, but I was definitely overexerting myself. And so I definitely get that. I, I was listening to another podcast today where someone was talking about how St. Thomas Aquinas's advice for, you know, curing sorrow or for, you know, kind of self-care in a way, as we would talk about it today was, you know, good, get good sleep. And take mm -hmm. a warm bath with a glass of wine, <laughs> you know, and that's, <laughs> and if he's, you know, he's one of the greatest intellectuals ever. And if that's, I think that's a piece of advice that we can definitely take today because mm -hmm. we're so hyper-focused as a culture at just trying to maximize productivity all the time. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, we turn even hobbies and recreation into, you know, how do I make this productive? I find myself doing that when I'm reading because now I do book reviews. And so I find myself thinking, okay, how would I, you know, work this into the podcast or whatever. And instead of just enjoying the book for what it is, like I did this time last year before I started doing the book reviews a lot. So I, I find myself having to check myself on those things as well. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's definitely important <laughs> for sure. Yeah, of course. Like, um, I know, especially when I was in college, uh, I was terrible at just like, go, 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 uh, doing all these projects at the last minute, procrastinating and getting little to like no hours of sleep. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm sure like any typical college person. And it really did take a toll on me. Um, I never thought in a million years, like, I'm like, oh, well, you know, I won't like procrastinate that much or I can get this done. And it's just like, you know, when you push it off for so long and it just piles up and piles up and piles up. And then one day you're just like, so drawn out and you're just like, where's all this, like this energy going? Like, why am I so drained? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like that, that's the thing I think we all have to be aware of is we're just so used to, like you said, like the hustle culture, and we're just so used to just going, 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 and that we see rest and resting 
as just, oh, well, you're not being productive. You're not being busy. And it's, it's, it's just so frustrating sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Because really rest is, is productivity. Because when you rest, um, you basically reset. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's what we need to do more of. And um, especially during this pandemic, th that was one of the things that I can say I was definitely grateful for was um, I was working at a, um, at a graphic design um, firm. And when we had to work from home, I was kind of scared because I was just like, like okay, like, I don't have my team. I don't, I, I can't like reach them like how I used to. And mm -hmm. I was just so used to just being busy, just being at my desk, just like talking with other people and knowing that that wasn't the normal anymore. I, I felt like if I wasn't, you know, quote unquote busy, I wasn't being productive. And I was just like, oh my God, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So it's like, um, when I, I used to, I used to say, um, I used to think like, you know, not being busy, I would get very antsy. So that, that was one of the things that, um, I had to manage over these past like few months to a year. <laughs> so. No, I agree. I, I think that that's been a silver lining for me as well of when I wasn't working or working on the podcast or something like that, it was like, okay, now how can I go meet up with friends? How can I go do something? You know, it was all my recreation or all my, what I considered to be restful time was still somewhat active. And I think that like, especially the mm -hmm. first month of the pandemic, when it was starting to get nice out here in Indianapolis, where I am, mm -hmm. it was starting to get warm at late March and April. And so I'm like, oh, I can just go sit in my backyard and, you know, we grill out and my wife and I just eat on the back patio and just chill. And some of those sorts of things, I think I, I want to do that more, even when it, when it's more open and you can go do more things. I find that having those sort of restful recreations are much better than, especially than like even binge watching. I think a lot of our things that we consider to be rest are not actually mm -hmm. restful. It's still very, when you're watching TV, when you're, you know, I listen to podcasts even, you know, in my off time, I know mm -hmm. that that's not actually resting my brain. My brain's still very like turned on and actively engaged. And mm -hmm. so finding times for even like prayer or I like Wim Hof mm -hmm. meditations, like those sorts of things and silence and just actual peace and quiet, maybe reading a book are mm -hmm. much more restful. And I feel like I walk away from that thinking, oh, I'm actually relaxed and not still antsy because I'm, I don't know you're tense from watching the show or trying to binge the show. I don't know what it is, but I, I just don't think that so many of the things that we do for rest are actually very restful in a mm -hmm. physiological sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, like anything, I think anything to do really with technology in general is not resting like restful um, because, you know, we're so plugged in to like the internet, to shows, and then also like to, especially late at night uh, with like, I know I used to have terrible sleeping habits. Um, I would literally have my phone in my hand from the time I wake up 
to the time that I sleep. (laughs) And it it is a hard habit to kick um, for sure. And um, I I find myself still kind of doing it, but I know I'm improving. So I can give myself a little pat on the back there. Um, Yeah, I, I sometimes I do read books. Um, I've I've actually gotten myself to read a lot more books recently. Um, And I find myself like, the more that I read, you know, the more habit I get into it. So I'm just Mm -hmm. like, okay, that's nice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I find that I get reading books really like I get into a habit of reading and then I get hooked on a good show. And I do that for two mm -hmm. hours in the evening instead for like a while. And I'm like, okay, no, wait. I liked when I was actually reading. I need to get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, because you don't have like um, like colors and like different scenes and action and sounds just like interrupting your brain all the time. You actually have quietness and calmness when you read mm-hmm. or like when you go for a walk, you know, it's just the quiet and calmness, you know, uh, find the joy in your chaos is what I've like said today Um, because it's just so easy every day uh, to get quickly caught up in, in different things. Cause you know, you can't plan out, like you can't plan out what's going to happen in your day. Um, You kind of just have to sometimes take it in stride and it can easily be so chaotic at like one, like all at one time, you know, it's just always really good to just find that, that little quiet place mm-hmm. in the midst of like everything surrounding you. And, and I know I had to do that today <laughs> when I knew I woke up a little bit irritated and I was like, okay, why am I irritated? But I realized it was because, uh, as I said earlier, my sleeping habits are still improving. So I knew I wasn't getting enough sleep. And then that's why I woke up irritated. Um, so it's just, it's just a matter of like, just unplugging, just really finding something that doesn't involve like loud sounds, like really distracting images, you know, that just make your brain like go back and forth, go back and forth, uh, like reading, walking, exercising, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's another thing that I think uh, really helped me this summer was walking. Uh, mm-hmm. My wife and I would do that. We have a dog that we just got last January And so, you know, that was definitely something that we did a lot more in the spring, summer. Now, right now we have a foot of snow. Um, So (laughs) yeah, we just got hit today (laughs) with the big here in Indy. So not necessarily going for a walk considering uh, it'd be quite treacherous. I I did some shoveling today. So that, that was my exercise for sure. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think that, that kind of thing, even like working out, you know, Mm -hmm. those sorts of things are very good and cathartic and just help you to, I mean, I think that our, all of our work is so mentally taxing now for the most part. I mean, there are Mm -hmm. definitely people who still work with their hands and are very manual, but for the most part, the work and the effort I'm exerting are not mental, but, or I mean, are not physical, but mental. And so kind of getting my jitters Mm -hmm. out uh, I find really helped me uh, with just taking a rest. Like it, when I, when I'm not sleeping well, I know it's because I probably haven't been working out the way I should or getting exercise at least the way I should. 
because mm-hmm. my body's just not tired when my mind is ready to like at 11 o'clock at night when I'm laying in bed, it's like, my mind is like, please fall asleep. And my body's just like, I've got plenty of energy. Let's keep going, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and, and so I think you kind of have to wear your whole self out to be able to really get the rest that you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I used to do that when I was working out more, which I need to get back into. But um, I find, yeah, when you work out late in the afternoon, especially a few hours before bed, you actually get better sleep mm-hmm. because your body is all worn out and, you know, you've gotten all that extra energy out of your body. So I'm just like, okay, now I can sleep better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So. As long as you're not like dosing up with a bunch of pre-workout and caffeine beforehand, then it's always, then it makes it tough. But yeah, I definitely find that like a before dinner workout sort of thing is great mm-hmm. for being tired like four hours later. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. But most, mostly, mostly I've just been um, just reading a book before bed. And that's, that's also helped too. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's definitely helpful. I think that I find when I, used to fall asleep with the TV on definitely a lot more. I still do from time to time, Mm -hmm. but uh, like watching TV before bed, right before bed, especially I just find I don't get as good of sleep. But if I'm like, okay, I'll watch TV when right after dinner, like watch one of a show that my wife and I are watching together or two Mm -hmm. episodes. And then when we go to bed, it's like, okay, we'll read now that that sort of, I don't know what it is exactly. I think it's, you know, it kind of, I know that the blue light and everything, sort of triggers a physiological response in us that it's like, oh, it's daytime. And when you're looking at a TV, that blue light is, or any screen really, that's hitting you hard. So mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of a signal to our body. And so I've like switched my phone to like after a certain time, it turns to like an orangish color, reddish color. <laughs> um, I don't know if our, my laptop can do that, but those sorts of things have helped me a little bit. And also mm-hmm. just saying like, okay, I know I violate this rule, but like, I'm done getting on Twitter for the night. I'm after a certain time and all of that. I think that that type of stuff really helps me actually decompress and rest and come back the next day ready to kick some butt <laughs> for lack right. of a better word. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. But um, I mean, we've kind of gotten onto a little bit of the uh, wellness and productivity about this, but how, should we look at, you know, actually being more productive? You know, we've talked a lot about rest, but do you have any tips or advice on, because I think that that's a huge problem right now in our culture is, in our society mm-hmm. is just overworking, but how do you actually use your time to be more productive? Because personally, I found that since the pandemic hit and I'm not driving to work every day and doing some of the extra things, it's like, okay, I'm still working the same amount of hours and getting the same amount of stuff done, but I'm mm-hmm kind of feeling like I need to stretch my time till five o'clock, but I really don't like, I really don't have to as much because I'm not, <laughs> I don't know, my schedule's shifted around and I'm, I have trouble personally getting away from that mentality that I need to be doing things for these certain mm-hmm. amount of hours. And I don't know if you've experienced anything like that, especially in the last few months. Oh, I, I have. It, productivity, I think, is one of the hardest things for me. Uh, to really stay on track, uh, especially with with the things that I do throughout the day, mm-hmm. because for me, I'm just an easily 
distracted person. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it's just, so, yeah, sometimes it's, it's very hard for me to either focus on one thing at a time or I find myself I get bored so easily with the task that I'm doing. And then ultimately I'll just kind of uh, just lay it off and lay it off and lay it off until like it's like too late to do and you have to do it. So I'm trying to get a little bit better at that. So what I've been doing um, at first, uh, I've been setting like daily goals about like, okay, what do I want to accomplish? And they're usually like maybe two or three small goals that, you know, I can easily check off in the evening. And that's been working for a while. Um, and then recently I figured out like, okay, that's not working like so much anymore. It doesn't have as much like potency as it used to. Mm -hmm. um, so what I've been doing now, I've just kind of, I wouldn't, I don't want to say abandon, <laughs> <laughs> but for for lack of a better term, yeah, I, I can say that I, I've definitely kind of abandoned the whole like little mini tasks setting things because sometimes I think when we set tasks, like it's a good thing and it can also be kind of like, kind of like a little bad thing because like I know for me, um, it was good because it kept some sort of structure of what I was supposed to be do um, doing during the day. And then over mm -hmm. time, I realized like, okay, I'm kind of hitting like that, that little rut of like, what tasks am I supposed to be doing? And also like, it was too repetitious. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's where I've gotten bored at. So I was just like, okay, I need to figure out like a different way to have that structure during my day. So basically what I've been doing is that I naturally I'm just a random person. So some days I have just taken uh, those days randomly. Like um, when I wake up in the morning, usually I have like a little morning routine. Like I do like yoga, I meditate, I journal. So since I do that so repetitiously, I've kind of abandoned that, uh, that routine. And I, I think that's one of the things we have to do too. Uh, to stay productive is like sometimes we get into this routine of doing things and you know that's all nice and everything but sometimes over time we can get bored of that mm -hmm. so really um, it's just switching it up sometimes so um, I find myself during the day uh, if I have like a certain project to do I'll kind of get at it when I can, so to speak. Um, and then uh, during, during the project, I'll take the, um, I'll take like maybe five or 10 minute breaks, uh, do what seems really interesting to me, whether it's like go outside for a bit, um, like go, t uh, go take a walk, um, watch like something funny on the <laughs> internet. It's, it's kind of like that little reward system for like, okay, look, you've done this for like an hour or so. So now you get like 20 minutes of like, sort of say free time. So that's like what's really been keeping me kind of productive so far is this whole reward system is where you constantly have to negotiate with yourself. Like, okay, well, if you get like, if you do kind of like the hard stuff first, you know, the rest of your day is easier. 
Yeah. <laughs> and you don't have to worry about that later, <laughs> you know? Yep. Yeah. That's, I think that's a great uh, tip that I've heard before where, you know, if you have five things to check off, like on your list today, start mm-hmm. with the one that you want to do the least <laughs> and then the rest, because it's yeah. very, I think that that's the thing with to-do lists that I'm really good at doing is cheating them and saying, okay, here are the 10 things I want to do today or need to do today. Here are the five that I want to do. I want to start with those. And it's like, Hey, look, I checked five things off my list that need to happen. Uh, Mm -hmm. But then those other few things just stay on there day after day. And, Mm -hmm. and so luckily like at work, we have sort of a public checklist. Like it goes into a team Slack channel and everyone can see uh, what that is. So you're kind of accountable to, Oh, that thing's been mm-hmm. on there a week. And every now and then someone will be like, do you need help with that? Because it's been there for like a week now or so, and that needs to mm-hmm. happen. <laughs> and so, uh, <laughs> so that helps keep me accountable. But I think it's interesting because I'm definitely someone who needs more routine. I think it's mm-hmm. interesting to hear you say that, uh, you know, I, I'm a very chaotic uh, person probably as far as like my routine kind of is similar, but is not necessarily either. Mm-hmm. Um, and what what is kind of routine for me is mostly just, I don't know, not actually like a getting ready for the day sort of thing. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, I slept, I overslept my alarm and snoozed it a couple of times. I need to hustle up and get moving on things. And uh, so I, I definitely have like a commitment to add some more routine, like get up 45 minutes earlier, hour earlier and like set, like I'm going to do these three things to start the day a little bit mm-hmm. and not have to like do blog stuff in the middle of the workday and all that. But I also <laughs> am someone who uh, like, I don't take as many breaks throughout the day either. So it's like, I can kind of roll out of bed, get going, you know, and get started with the day and then barrel through it and be like, mm-hmm. I've accomplished my task by like four, four thirty instead of pushing it till five. And Mm -hmm. I'm able to sort of wind down and like have my to-do list ready to go for tomorrow. And so Mm -hmm. it's kind of dangerous because it allows me to uh, not, I mean, kind of live sort of a disorganized way in a lot of ways. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it's funny to see. I mean, there are definitely extremes that you can go either way. And I think it's about kind of finding that happy, happy medium of a little bit of change to the routine and switching that up but also mm-hmm. having something that you can kind of hold on to because having a routine in some way, in a lot of ways is definitely very good and something that kind of helps sort of be that drumbeat that you march to uh, and mm-hmm. things done. Yeah. It um, like, don't get me wrong. Like I'm not saying like abandon routine <laughs> altogether, like having a routine, um, whether it's a morning routine or just like throughout the day or like evening or night, Um, it's always good to have that as some sort of structure to your day and what you can always like look forward to uh, in the day. Mm -hmm. Um, I know for me, like the most things that I look forward to are usually my morning uh, routines because I'm like, Oh, I get to do this. It says something like when you set a routine, I always set something that I, you know, want to do or look forward to. And it, like that really helps me get me excited to do it. Um, also too, I, I just had such like a little epiphany. <laughs> um, 
during the day, I know whenever I'm having like sort of like this little midday slump, I think everybody has at some point, um, naps, naps are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. It, it, it's so funny. Um, I know as like little kids, we hated taking naps and it's just like, it's the Holy grail now as adults. So, mm-hmm. um, what I find is that for me, it has helped a lot. Um, especially now since I work from home, um, I usually take naps maybe for about a good 20 minutes and I'm all set from there. And I know like it works for different people and this may not work for everyone. And that's cool too. Uh, I think finding a way to be productive, you know, like you said, it's a balance, you know, it's not a one size fits all kind of thing. Like sure. It's okay to have like, it's, it's okay to have like a routine, but really it's just more of trial and error. Um, that's what I had to figure out, uh, to get like my whole productivity, you know, up and increase is trial and error. <laughs> yeah. I've tried waking up so early in the morning, you know, so that way I can get a jump start on projects and other things earlier. Um, and it's worked for a while. And then, you know, I find my, I found myself outgrowing that. So it's just more of like, I know for me now, for me to stay productive, um, I do my morning routine after I'm done with that. Um, uh, I've just really dived in head first into the first thing that I can think of as far as like, uh, what I need to get done. I, I, it's to that point to where I'm like, I know if I think about it <laughs> too much, I'm going to stall and push mm-hmm. it off. So it's, it's sometimes it's more of just like, just go ahead and do it, you know, just do the hard thing first. Mm-hmm. Um, remember to take at least like a good couple of breaks or so if you can. And yeah, I mean, that's what I found that works for me is that, you know what, if we get the hard things done first, you know, there's always a reward later that I can enjoy. And especially like in the evening and the nighttime, you know, I don't have to worry about like answering emails. I don't have to worry about like finishing up design projects. I can just relax. And it really has helped me, uh, especially in these past few months. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I do think that adapting your routine to fit what's you know what's your fate like if you're doing the same routine now that you were last february well oh yeah it probably doesn't make a lot of sense because the whole world's changed in a lot of ways and the way you're working is probably changed i was going into the office this time last year and mm-hmm. now i'm not so you know i think that definitely adapting it and to that is makes sense and just always assessing like is this something that is still a big priority because the other thing is you kind of get to the point where you add something to your routine because you need mm-hmm. to fix something and then you kind of fix that and so it's like okay I can take that out of my routine now because I no longer am worried about fixing that thing it's fixed it's solved good we can put that behind me and add something else or maybe have it a little bit of extra time for rest whatever that is mm-hmm. so I definitely think that that's so, that's good to be sort of mindful of you know I'm not just doing a routine just to do it I'm doing it because it serves a purpose of some sort and, mm-hmm. you know, always assessing and making sure that it's still actually serving a purpose that it needs to serve. And if it's not, 
you know, cutting those things out because mm-hmm. otherwise you just kind of have a bunch of different routines that add up over time and you're, you know, <laughs> and it's just a lot of it's superfluous and you don't really need it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. Like you, you just get overwhelmed and that's not fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. uh, did you have anything else that you wanted to cover? I feel like we kind of went through the topics that we had. Um, no, I, I, I think we're good as far as those topics. Like I said, I know my co-host was supposed to be mm-hmm. here, so unfortunately he's not able to make it, but hopefully next time, um, you'll get the chance to talk <laughs> to both of us rather than just me. Yeah. But other than that, it was such a pleasure to talk with you, Nick. Like I really sure. do appreciate it. For sure. Yeah. It was great to have you on, Nicole. I really enjoyed it. I, I think it was a lot of fun and where can uh, people find out more about uh, Infinity Twins and what you're doing? So um, Infinity Twins can be found on Spotify. And we're also on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to get in touch with me, um, I run an inspirational Instagram page at Sunflower Goddess. So I'll spell that out. So it's S-U-N-F. And then there's a period L-O-W-E-R. G-O-D-D-E-S-S. Awesome. Well, I'll add that to the uh, show notes and everything. And uh, thanks for hopping on. It was a lot of fun. It was a pleasure. All right. Thank you so much, Nick. Talk with you again soon. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Conversation for Our Generation. Like I said, check out what Nicole has going on with the Infinity Twins. And for me, make sure that you go to conversationforourgeneration.com slash library to check out my book book reviews slash courses to get registered for or register some interest for those courses that are coming out soon and also leave a good rating and review wherever you're listening to this podcast subscribe here and on youtube and you can go to conversation of our to follow me there and gets i'm going to be ramping that up to get some more premium content out there and early content there as well and then lastly, go to conversationforgeneration.com slash newsletter to sign up for the newsletter and get updates on what's happening here at the Conversation of Our Generation. But also my, the weekly top discussions goes to my email list. They get it first thing in the morning. So if you want some of the really interesting ideas that are happening that I'm noticing out there, hop in and that way you have that all throughout your day and throughout your weekend. You can check out some of the podcasts, dive into some of the social chatter and see some of the interesting things that I was able to do that week. So with that, thank you for listening to this episode of the conversation of our generation. Let's get the dialogue going. I'll talk to you next time.